All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to All You Need to Know. I don't know what episode it is. I never do until Quinn says it, but I'm going to lead us with the intro today just because, you know what, I feel like it because it's a Tuesday evening and that's the mood that I'm in. So, you know what, I'm DJ Pig and I'm here with... Quinn Eaton. I'm here. The, it's episode yeah. 282, by the yeah, way. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. So that's that's all I needed uh, was was the podcast episode number uh, because, you know what, at this point, I don't keep up. We just have a good time each week. And this is kind of, I think, was it last week? Or no, it wasn't last week. It was maybe the week before. Uh, the ideas that you've brought to the table are actually making it to the I, I don't know what what is it where does if something's making it to the table where does it go from there is this going into people's stomachs is that which is that, what, uh, is that the completion yeah. of the phrase? well it's it, i would say I, I i'm bringing stuff to the table and it's being consumed now whether it's being enjoyed or not i don't know but it's being consumed uh for anybody that listens to it which is you know i take pride in that uh and i do feel like i'm kind of hitting like my prime stretch of life here as far as mm. the co-hosting of podcast here at ay and 2k goes so i don't know why i froze there on 2k but uh maybe just an emphasis way. on that last part all you need either. to know no. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's maybe that's true. Maybe uh, what five, no, six years into our uh, vin- venture here together, you're finally feeling comfortable. And, I've got my feet under me, man. And yes, you've got your feet underneath you. You feel like you've got a, a full gas tank and you're just ready to plow right ahead. Now, mm. that being said, keeping the car metaphor together, there is an exit that you'll have to take here in a couple of months, but you can get back on the interstate. Uh, but I'm assuming, and we haven't talked about this off, off podcast, but I'm assuming you will have to possibly take a little bit of a rest stop to handle talk- some of the other things in your life. Are you talking you get about back on? You talking about me having a kid Quinn? I was talking about March madness. No, I'm, yeah, oh, I'm, talking, okay. I'm talking about you having a kid, of course. Uh, well, so I know that, <laughs> I know that that's going to be something that it it's not more important than all you need to know, but it is pretty important. We can say well, that. Well, and here's what I'll say. You were comparing it to like an exit that I would have to get off on for a while. And here's how I view it. I think maybe it's a truck stop. I think maybe I got to get off at mm-hmm. a little bussies. Okay. Right. And Buc-ies. I got to get off. Some might call it Bucky's too. Right. For those who might not understand that. Uh, but I think, you know, I got to get off. All right, little boosies. All right, mm-hmm. uh, you know, grab a grab a sandwich, grab grab a a, a chopped brisket sandwich, and I, I'll you know I'll be right back on. All right, sure. now I'm I'm gonna bring the new fella back on with me. Wow. We'll have a new co-host, I'm sure at some point. That's, he won't have I, a lot to say for a while, but you know I'll train him. I didn't even think about that. So is this sort of a is this sort of a dynasty in the making? Is this like uh you you have a kid? I have a kid, and then at some point we hand it off. Like I think a, like that's how it is. Back? Okay, I think it. I think it's like a family business. Well, I'm. I, I will say I'm not necessarily in a rush uh, to to get that process uh, started, but I'll keep that in mind, uh, and we'll definitely consider that uh, because all you need to know is built 
to to go on. I mean, oh. it's built to never run out of topics. It's built to always be timeless. It's built for someone 80 years from now to come back and say, you know, what did they have to say about running with scissors that was so important? That's what all you need to know is for. Um, you know what? Also, it, oh, go ahead. Well, most importantly, you know, it's it's built it, in this day and age. It's built to not be canceled. Thanks. Th- thankful to you for that. Yes. And I have done my best to keep things censored and clean and uh, unoffensive, uh, if that's the right word uh, to use there. So, inoffensive? Yes, inoffensive, unoffensive, whichever one, Whatever. whichever word. People know what I'm saying. Whichever word is supposed to be there is the word that you should just take that as. But yes, hopefully this goes on for a while. And we at least know that we're going to go on with this episode for another 30 minutes. And we've got a lot to get to. I do want to say before we get into the topic transition, I saw a trailer for a new Nicolas Cage movie. I don't know if this came across your timeline or not. What? I I feel like Nicolas Cage has been doing uh, a lot of cool projects as of late. I never saw his last movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I want yeah, to see it. Yeah, that looks so good. I want to see it, but I don't know where to watch it. Basically, nowadays, if I don't see it in the movie theater, I'm not going to pay for it. I'm just going to wait for it to pop up on a streaming service. Right. But this new one is called Dream Scenario. And basically, from my understanding, reading the plot, watching the trailer probably eight to nine times earlier today, I gathered that... Uh, Nicholas Cage is playing a, a regular person. He's a professor or a teacher, and he just randomly starts showing up in, pe- in other people's dreams. And at first, it's just like he's kind of there. He's just, oh, like something's happening to them. And then Nicholas Cage's character is just standing over there in the corner like he, he sees him. People from all across the world start to see this guy in his dreams. And then I think the dreams start to get a little bit more serious, possibly a little bit more violent. And it just seems, and then he has to kind of grap, uh, grapple with the fame and people being upset at him uh, for possibly visiting their dreams when he shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure, but it's so strange. And I was just th- sitting there thinking that's the perfect movie for Nicolas Cage. I mean, I can't think of someone better to play the main character in a movie that sounds that intricate, complex, and weird. Well, as far as a movie that sounds that intricate, complex, and weird, I'm sure there's other, like if you use those descriptions, there's other actors that would probably fit that. I know like DiCaprio is one that comes to mind with just having been in like Deception and uh, some other movies where it's like, okay, that's not what I would have expected him to play that kind of part but uh cage is one of those it's like it it is very strange because it's like his better roles seem to be happening later in his career like Mm. don't get me wrong like ghost rider was great and uh what's what's the uh, gone in 60 seconds his role in that was great but other than that national treasure well yeah and see it always comes back to national treasure and I'm not crazy about those movies. They were fine. And he was, you know, I think he was, I think that those kind of things like landed in his lap. But now it's to the point where it's like he's all of a sudden starting to make movies later in his career as he's getting a little bit older. It's like, that sounds incredibly interesting. And I'm not so sure that even though I'm not crazy about Nicolas Cage or not having been that impressed with him up to this point, I think that he might be the perfect person to play the part in that movie. That sounds awesome. Yes. And, and it's weird how that happened. 
And I actually wrote about it earlier today and said that it seems like it could be maximum Nick Cage. And yeah. to clear up what that means, I also wrote that basically for a movie to be categorized as maximum Nick Cage, Nicolas Cage must do at least three of five things. He must be involved in an over-the-top zany premise, such as trying to steal the Declaration of Independence. Okay. He must Done. at one point scream at the top of his lungs. He also must be a part of a strange twist or be responsible for said twist. Another uh, one that he must cover is that he must be in danger or put someone else in danger. Gone in and 60 then, seconds, done. Yeah. And then the last one, he must be crazy, slowly go crazy, or be thrust into craziness throughout the film. And so, Ghost I, Rider. I, exactly. And so, I personally think that those five things are perfect to describe a, a, a movie that is maximum Nick Cage. And it sounds like this new movie, which I would be happy to go see if we can maybe work that out and maybe just do a whole episode on it. I think it comes out in November. So, I'll keep an eye out on that. But Seems like it's maximum Nick Cage. Now, of course, that's Nick Cage doesn't necessarily fit into today's topic. Uh, we are talking about some other actors uh, and actresses, uh, but but not necessarily in the same vein as today's topic. So yeah. I want to go ahead and get us in because I, I, I spent too much time talking about Nick Cage and what can make a movie uh, considered maximum Nick Cage. Uh, we're going to breeze past that. We're going to get into today's episode. This is episode 282. Today's topic, people from Kentucky that you didn't know were from Kentucky. Now, that's a working title. We can change that whenever I put the title out for it, but it's like... I like it. Okay, so that, that covers it. I mean, people will know, okay, this is what I'm going to hear about right. uh, other than the first 10 minutes, I guess, where we talked about... Uh, Nick Cage and mm. Bucky's and whatever else that we covered. That's how but it goes, though. It is how it goes. Now, we were discussing and, and coming up with a list of people that are from Kentucky that you probably didn't know were from Kentucky, but we felt like it wouldn't be doing the topic justice if we didn't at first cover both of our home states here, because it is right. kind of a, a hometown, uh, yeah. home cooking podcast here. Yeah. For Even all though you, you left us. I did. I, I am uh, no longer a Kentucky resident for now. Uh, I could always at one point go back. But Kentucky, the state, some things that kind of come to mind whenever you think of Kentucky as a state, DJ. Uh, j just some things that come to my mind? Yeah. I mean, whatever is like, okay, oh. if, if I think of Kentucky. Well, I mean... Like just for me personally, you've got things like Kentucky basketball. Um, you've got, well, I mean, I guess it's really just Kentucky basketball for the most sure. point as far as far as that goes. But then, I mean, sports. the obvious one, yeah, the sports stuff I think is big. Um, and we'll get into it in a minute, I guess. But like, obviously, Kentucky is known for bourbon. Hmm. Um, uh, the what? Jesus, the horse the race known for Jesus too. Uh, oh, well, known for yes. the Kentucky Derby. Uh, there's a lot Kentucky of different things. Churchill yeah, Downs. Yeah. Uh, Churchill Downs in, is what in, I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, in Louisville, Kentucky. I want to go ahead and say Kentucky is a long state. It's a underratedly long state. because From it one takes, side, yeah. It takes a, a ton of time to get from one side to the other. Mm. Uh, where we're from originally, western Kentucky, uh, there are mountains on the other side of the state. Of course, yeah. we don't really have a lot of mountains in, in the western Kentucky area. 
And a lot of people, and that that's one thing that's always driven me a little bit nuts too, is like growing up, it's like, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from like Western Kentucky. Oh, Bowling Green? No, that's no. To, to me, that's central Kentucky. Uh, yes. We are Western Kentucky. Basically, if you follow Kentucky all the way down to like the little Q point that comes to mm-hmm. the very bottom left point, like the furthest west that you can get that. That's Western Kentucky. Exactly. I think Western Kentucky is like the Kentucky lakes. uh, And then uh, like anything West of that. Yes. Um, I have often introduced myself as someone from Western Kentucky. They say, Oh, uh, did you go to Bowling Green? uh, Or did you go to Western Kentucky university? I say, no, "No." where I'm from is two hours West of that. So for uh, not to, not to, you know, I don't know, pull down Western Kentucky University here. They're catching a stray, at least for sure. But they well, should never have been called Western Kentucky University. Central Kentucky University. Or like Western Central yeah. Kentucky University. Central which, Western, Western Central. Either way you want to put it, they're not the furthest west that they could no. be to be called Western Kentucky. No. And it makes more sense for Murray State University to be called Western Kentucky University. Absolutely. We won't get into that, um, but we will get into the fact that Kentucky as a state, it's very different. You've got a lot of rural areas. I would say your most, Mm. uh, I don't, I'm scared of this word. I'm going to try to say it. Metropolitan areas. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Uh, You've got Lexington, Louisville. You could probably count Bowling Green, um, Frankfurt. I I don't know. Lexington and Louisville are the two big cities. Yeah out towards uh, eastern central Kentucky. Um, And those cities, of course, hate each other because of sports. You mentioned sports earlier. A big rivalry between those two cities, at least those two colleges located in those cities. But let's get to the most important thing. 95% of the world's bourbon is made in Kentucky. Isn't that incredible? That's all you need to know. Yeah. I I, I didn't know that. that. I didn't know that until a couple of years ago when uh, my, my very good buddy or our very good buddy, Grant Hackney, who's been on the show mm-hmm. a couple of times, uh, said something about like bourbon is classified by like the difference between whiskey and bourbon is bourbon is made in Kentucky and whiskey can be made basically anywhere. And right. I was like, there's no way that's true. But for the most part, that is. is true. Yeah. And it's, took, and it's, it's weird, too, because it like it could be made other places. Is, is there yeah. some sort of law that, that, you know, Kentucky signed off on that nowhere else can make bourbon? I think it's I just like know. the categorization or the, like the, the classification, however you want to look at it. It's like it, like whiskey made in Kentucky, the way it's made and aged, I guess, is considered bourbon, whereas elsewhere they do it a little bit differently. And we all know that rain makes corn. And corn makes whiskey. And whiskey makes my baby get a little frisky. Yeah, and that's, you know it. And I mean, we covered that. And now we move on to horses because horses are, of course, always attached to Kentucky. I feel like anytime you walk into a Kentucky rest stop, there's a mm. big sign with a horse on it. Or, Secretariat. Yeah. Or you walk into maybe a little uh, boutique shop in Kentucky and there's just a, a, a cutting board in the shape of a horse that says my my yeah. old Kentucky home. Like Kentucky people love horses yeah. for some reason. And I get it. I mean, horses are nice. They seem like they're kind of, if we're being honest, they're kind of weak. You know, you sprain an ankle. Yeah, you sprain an ankle and and, and you got to get shot. What's the deal? I mean, well, you know, I I don't, 
I don't know if I would consider them weak because their owners consider them to be useless because if they sprain an ankle, they get shot. But I will say, I think my favorite horse that I've ever come across is, um, you know, I stopped at Beaver Dam one time. You know, of course, we all love Beaver Dam. That's that's halfway yes. to anywhere in Kentucky for it us. Is. Um, and I stopped at Beaver Dam one time. I went to went to take a leak, you know, drain the dragon and uh, lizard. Who am I kidding? Yeah, dragon might be giving you a little bit more. <laughs> more credit than you deserve but uh, either you're way at, you're at beaver dam yep so uh, you know at beaver dam i walk into the bathroom get ready to take a leak i look up above the urinal and there's this majestic beast this horse mm. right and it's talking about and, and the name of the horse was uh you know jim bob's little left toe reincarnated and i was mm-hmm. like what and you know that's how we name our course our horses in in kentucky they all have meaning and for whatever reason this this mighty fine winning horse was jim bob's left little toe and this was and this was like a a a, a, i don't know a paper uh, above the urinal yeah Uh, you know how they put like the like the not folded up brochures in the little plastic case above the urinal it was like one of those yeah, I mean it's it's known as the bluegrass state, and apparently horses like bluegrass. Uh, I don't I don't really know the connection. It seems like there are horses other places too. I've been to other yeah. other parts of the world, and I see horses. But Kentucky is apparently we known claim for them. bourbon and horses, and that's completely fine. But yeah. Kentucky is also known, or might not be known, for some of the people famous, and I guess I mean there are a lot of non-famous people that are from Kentucky, but you might not know that a lot of famous people whether they be celebrities or artists or musicians are from the bluegrass state so we need to get into this because we're a ways into the episode and people are probably uh i don't know yelling at us as they drive around in their car or uh you know maybe even taking their headphones out maybe they were about to take their headphones out like hey they're not going to talk about people from kentucky i'm not hopefully hopefully they're not doing that because we're getting into it stay with us because we're getting into it right now we have gotten together a list of people, a list of famous people that are from Kentucky, whether or not, whether they want to be recognized as being from Kentucky or not. These are people that we all know, we all see, we've all heard, we've all watched. They're all from Kentucky. Mm. And I do want to preface it by saying that it's in no particular order. There's no order of importance. We love power rankings here at right. All Need to Know, but this is not like a top 15 people from Kentucky. No, no, no. This is just, hey, these people are from Kentucky. You might not know that, but now you do. Mm. So we both have the list in front of us, I believe. Um, I have the locations uh, of where these people are from. Do you have those locations I do, as well? Yeah. Okay. So we'll go. we'll go back and forth. I'll start with the first one, uh, a very well-known country singer, uh, and l- as of late, uh, trying his hand in movies and TV shows, and he's very talented. Mm. He's able to blend and cross genres, but most people would know him as a country artist. It is mm. Sturgill Simpson, and yep. he is from Jackson, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I love Sturgill Simpson, one of my favorite country artists. And yes, I, I actually, before we looked into this, did not know. That Sturgill was from Kentucky. Really? Yep. That's that's one of the few on the list that I actually did know was from Kentucky. And what would you say uh, about Sturgill Simpson uh, that kind um, of makes him stand out and be unique? Because I know a lot of people would love for him to put out more music, but he's kind of slowed down 
his uh, music production in the past couple of years? Well, you know, I think a lot of times the artists and the people who make art in that kind of form, whether it be uh, music or uh, like songwriting or uh, acting, like we gravitate towards those people who maybe you can obviously tell they don't do it for the fame or the money. Like they do it because that's their form of art. They are an mm, artist. Yeah. And Sturgill is one of those people. Um, and I also think that people gravitate towards him the same way that people gravitated towards like, and, and I, like I dare to say the Beatles, obviously he's not nearly as famous or has the like kind of social, phenomenon kind of feel about him as the Beatles, but it's more of like the, I don't know. He, he's also kind of very niche where that's true. So like, he's got that certain sound about him and it's almost like, you know, if you just there's any chance, you can't quite put your finger on it. It's, it's right. Well, and then he'll, he'll, you'll think that you have him boxed into a corner and you, and you say, I know, I know what kind of artist he is. I know what kind yeah. of music he makes. Then he releases another album. You're like, okay, maybe I don't. Never maybe mind. He's, yeah. Maybe he's, he's doing something different. I think probably his type of music comes from like you recognize his type of music that comes straight from like LSD, mm. which he's got a song called Turtles All the Way Down that if you listen to that song, I think you'll understand what I'm saying there. But it's one of those things just like if you if I, which I've never done LSD or, or anything like that, but I'm sure, sure like if you've done any kind of hallucinogen kind of drug, it's like I think. If you listen to his music, you kind of understand where it's coming from. Sure. And speaking of uh, drugs, uh, what's the next oh, okay. person on our list? Uh, the next. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't the best segue. <laughs> no, no, it was probably not. No, uh, the next person used on some our... drugs that, that night he tried to go to the movie or the, the theater. Uh, I'll tell you that. Oh, me. Yeah, the next person on our list is Abraham Lincoln from Hodgenville, Kentucky. Yes. And Illinois tries to claim him, but that's some bogus Oh, my stuff. gosh. Yes, they do. Uh, the land of Lincoln, like you see those uh, license plates. It's just well, because what else Illinois, do they, have? they don't have anything. It's just good soil. That's all they got is good soil. That's all they got. Um, and Chicago. And there's a big bean in Chicago. But Abraham Lincoln is Chicago's born... not great. Abraham Lincoln was born in Hodgenville, Kentucky. So let's get that straight, Illinois. I don't yeah. know what kind of weird obsession you have with Abraham Lincoln, but he was not born in your state. Your state is not the land of Lincoln. No. Kentucky is technically the land of Lincoln. Now, sure, mm. Abraham Lincoln might have spent a lot of time in Illinois yeah. at some point in his life, but this isn't where you were raised. This is yeah. people that are from, born in the Bluegrass State, and That's Abraham right. Lincoln is one of those people. That's right. His mother and us gave That's birth right. <laughs> sure weird weird description but i i see what you were saying and uh old honest abe uh of course was born in hodgenville which is actually i believe where my granddad is from um what of course yeah i think abraham lincoln would have been a little bit ahead of my granddad's time i'm not great with with historical dates uh, but i do know that abraham lincoln got shot i mean he got <laughs> shot uh and Really, it's not his fault, of course. Um, some might think that it is, but it wasn't. I've been to the place where he got shot, Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C., uh, and it's really just 
probably one of the the biggest bag fumbles of Secret Service history. Like you got, there's not many entrances and exits. There was just one little stairwell, um, and they just let a guy walk right in. So, uh, oh, that's not funny. I'm sorry. You can tell. Yeah, I don't know why you've been laughing about the assassination of the 16th president of the United States, uh, but he did get assassinated. Um, and we'll leave it at that. Moving he on. Super a, assassinated. Yeah. Moving on. Not a great transition. Uh, somebody else that kills uh, hot dogs is Joey Chestnut. Uh, Joey Chestnut, you recognize him from uh, the 4th of July. He's there on your television sucking down glizzies every year. Uh, he's a professional eater, and he's the best in the business. Probably He's passionate about it, too. Yes, and I would say very easily one of the greatest of all times at their craft. I mean, you've got Michael Jordan. And then you've got, I don't know, Serena Williams. And then you have Joey Chestnut. I mean, there. I think that's a fair assessment because there is no one who eats hot dogs like Joey Chestnut eats and hot dogs. And he's from Fulton, Kentucky. That's, so that's incredible to me. Yeah. That's something that we discovered whenever we did uh, our episode over Joey Chestnut, which I believe was like joey chestnut the hot dog king or the glizzy gobbler i don't know what we called it but he's from kentucky um joey if you're out there listening proud you're probably not but if you happen to just hear this uh hey kentucky loves you man and yeah. you should really kind of let us rally around you and let it be known that you're from kentucky i think that 100%. would only help your case 100 percent. next up uh, the next up is you know fly like a butterfly sting like a bee uh, we got Muhammad Ali from Louisville, Kentucky, or Cassius Clay, as his mama called him. Yes, and another one of the goats, uh, possibly yeah. the greatest to ever do it, Muhammad Ali. I remember uh, I was at a Louisville football game one time, and he was uh, up in a box. So I actually was in the same building at one point as uh, Muhammad Ali. They they shined the camera up to him, and I think he like raised a hand or something and waved at everybody. Uh, of course, it was a little bit later Dang. in his life, but it's kind of a cool feeling. Like I can say I was at least in the, the same building, perhaps, I guess you could say as Muhammad Ali. And that's, I mean, that is saying something. It's saying something. And, and for everything that he accomplished, uh, both in the boxing ring and outside of the boxing ring, of course, he was a big proponent of civil rights and he was able to do a lot in that aspect. And he took a lot of pride in doing that outside of his uh, craft, if you will. Mm -hmm. I, I think you would have probably considered that a craft as well. And he actually took pride in where he was from, too. He made it known that he was from Louisville, Kentucky. Maybe people don't know that still because a lot of people, a lot of people on this list, you wouldn't necessarily know because they don't really mention it or they don't like wear a shirt that says Kentucky on it or mm -hmm. give you any sort of signifiers that would let you know that they're from the bluegrass state. But Muhammad Ali will definitely go down as one of the greatest Kentuckians of all time. And mm. speaking of great Kentuckians, Loretta Lynn was from Butcher Hollow, Kentucky. Oh. So this is our second country music artist on the list. And I mean, you can't you can't count her out. Loretta Lynn is responsible for some of, if not uh, just going ahead and saying that she's responsible for some of the best country songs of all time. Or if she didn't write it, she at least performed it. To the point where you're like, oh my god, like no one else is going to top that. I mean, well, I think I think of Coal Miner's Daughter, mm, um, of course. I think of a song that I just sent you the other day 
called Louisiana Woman, Mississippi Man. Uh, oh, a duet Conway Twitty did with Conway Twitty. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, I listened to a song by Conway Twitty the other day called "You've Never Been This Far Before," and it's exactly what you think it's about. Uh. And yeah, Conway was a little on the nose with his stuff. He also has a song that is uh, "I See the Want to in Your Eyes," and it's all about seducing a married woman. Mm. So, like, yeah, Conway, Con, he he didn't stray far from whatever he had on his mind. He carried uh, he carried himself very professionally, it seemed, but maybe he was wrecking marriages left and right. During it was his, a little deceiving. Stardom. It was, but uh, with Loretta Lynn, of course, you have the movie that's about it. It's called Coal Miner's Daughter um, that Sissy Spacek plays in, uh, and she's she's great. That's a great movie. She, I think the biggest thing about her is she was transformative for females in the country music genre. Definitely. Like you, well, we wouldn't see a lot of the women that we see today, I don't think, if not for her kind of picking that up where she did. And Patsy Cline, uh, I don't think, of course. I'm not sure if she was uh, from Kentucky. She might have been, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't um, know. But she helped Loretta kind of get started too. So those two yeah. names are definitely big for female country artists. And now we're switching to a male hip hop artist who is also from Kentucky. Who's that, DJ? That is Jack Harlow. Yeah, so switching yeah, genres up, but he's, man, uh, is he good. He's really burst onto the scene uh, probably in the last, I don't know, six, eight years. Yeah, uh, you could say decade, I guess, but I'm not entirely sure when he got started. I was uh, all say you, five years. So. All you need to know about Jack Harlow is that I was at a, a Louisville basketball game one time with my dad, and I've told this story on the podcast before. Uh, they said, "Ladies and gentlemen, here today at the game, Louisville's own Jack Harlow," and they announce him and they put him up on the jumbotron. He waves to everybody. Everybody screams. My dad says, "Who's that?" I said, "Well." He's a, a rapper. He's from Louisville. And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad says he's got that uh, one song, right? I said, that's right. Yes. He's got that one song. Yep. And speaking of, well, I was going to transition to another song. Actually, I will. Billy Ray Cyrus, also from Kentucky, <clears throat> Flatwoods, Kentucky. I don't know where that is, but Billy Ray and his uh, achy, breaky heart are from Kentucky. Mm. And um, I guess we wouldn't have Old Town Road without uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. That's so. true, which is kind of sad that it's that's kind of what he's most he's famous for, for yeah. now. He wasn't good, but he is very famous <laughs> as far as that <laughs> stuff goes. So. Sure. Not a lot uh, to say about Billy Ray then. We'll just there, move on. Yeah. I actually skipped over uh, this actress, Jennifer Lawrence. She's from Indian Hills, mm. Kentucky. Probably most famous for her role in The Hunger Games. Um, she's yeah. been, a, been in a lot of other great movies. Uh, there's a movie called American Hustle that she's in. Um that is a really good movie. Trying to think of some other roles that she's done. There's one that was uh, that she was just in recently. Uh, it was funny. Um, no hard feelings. Uh, I haven't yes, watched it yet, it but uh, I plan on watching it. But it is very good. I know that there's a scene in there that could also get me in trouble um, if I were to watch it. Yeah, don't don't go watch that with your other. fiance. Who's next on the list, DJ? Uh, the next one is another actor who is hilarious. I love this guy, Rob Riggle. Possibly one of the most underrated comedic <laughs> actors of his generation i love well, rob riggle it's just and, and the funny thing is is like he is a military veteran like that it, it, and you wouldn't expect that from this guy because he's so rambunctious and funny and all of all of the roles that he plays but you know if rob riggle is in a movie the movie is gonna be funny yeah and most of the time i mean he's never been a leading man uh if if my memory is correct. He's always a supporting role yeah. and he always steals the show in yes. the supporting role. Yeah. Uh, I think one of his most famous roles would be 
in uh, Step Brothers. Um, he's also in 21 Jump Street, I believe. Uh, those are two of the movies that I think of whenever I think of Rob Riggle. He's in a lot of TV shows. He does guest mm-hmm. appearances on those shows. Funny guy. He's from Louisville. All right. Yes. Go Cards. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Chris Stapleton. A lot mm-hmm. of country singers coming from Kentucky, which I guess yeah. makes sense. Uh, yeah. We'll also go. Chris Stapleton's from Lexington, Kentucky. We'll also go ahead and throw in Tyler Childers, who is from. Yeah, I was about to say those uh, could go together. Louisa. I don't know how to say that. Louisa. Louisa, Kentucky. Kentucky yeah. Uh, and that's of course Eastern Kentucky is from that, like the Appalachians. Yeah, Louisiana, Kentucky is basically like within a half hour of the state line of Kentucky mm-hmm. and Virginia, which is why you hear children sing a little bit about uh, some stuff about being across the state line to to West Virginia. So, uh, but th- both those guys are incredibly talented and yeah. kind of have transformed or really, really changed country music recently. I Did feel you, like you could say, yeah, that those are two of the most famous uh, and most critical country music artists that are working right now. Yeah. I don't know. Did you hear Chris Stapleton's cover of in the air tonight by Phil Collins? Oh my yeah, God. It was, it was for lack of better terminology. It was badass. Yes, really was. Um, And now we're going to dive right in real quick to two people that you probably had no idea were from Kentucky. First These are up, the most shocking to me. Lexington, Kentucky resident, or I guess he was born there. He's not, he doesn't live there. George right. Clooney. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the, one of the best actors that I that I could name, if someone mm-hmm. you know came came up to me on the street and said, "Name a good actor," I would say uh, yeah. George Clooney. I mean, yeah. you haven't seen him a lot recently, uh, but he's still got it. I mean, we're, we're yeah, well, I mean, still got it. for for a while held the title of sexiest man alive, according mm-hmm. to whatever magazine that is. Uh, no, I just and I, that's what kind of brought this topic up. Is I brought this up to Quinn yesterday. Was it was I saw his video and he was talking about how he got the script for uh, Old Brother Where Art Thou. And he was talking about how when he got the script and they asked him to play a hick, he was like, I can do that. I'm from Kentucky. And so he sent the script to his uncle in Harrodsburg, Kentucky, and had him read the script and record himself reading the script and send it back to him so that he could get the accent or the dialect down for that part. And which it was, worked. Well, yeah, it was just incredible. And another person, speaking of accents, that you wouldn't think was from Kentucky, Johnny Depp. He's from Owensboro, Kentucky. A lot of people would probably think that he's from a different country because that's how he carries himself and speaks. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, Captain Jack Sparrow is from Owensboro, Kentucky, which is kind of unbelievable to think about. And I'm going to surprise you with this one. This has been a a list of people that have been born in Kentucky. Someone that was raised in Kentucky, raised in Louisville, actually, Tom Cruise. I didn't know that. Looked into Get it. Get out of my face with that. Tom Cruise was raised in in Kentucky, um, so we'll claim him too. A lot of these, a lot of people would say like, "Oh, you weren't born in Kentucky. Get out of here." But if Tom Cruise spent even I don't know fifteen minutes at maybe let's say Beaver Dam, he was just driving through. Of course, through, yeah. we would claim him as our own. So those those that's a list of people that are from Kentucky that you probably or maybe did not know were from Kentucky. Uh, hey, go Kentucky! I guess we were absolutely we're, we're all about Kentucky uh, on this episode. But go cats, right? Uh, go cats, go cards, go no. racers, go hilltoppers, whatever it is okay. uh, that you want to go uh, in sports. That's fine. But that's going to actually wrap it up for this episode of All You Need to Know. We covered it to the best of our ability. If we mm. left somebody out, we're sorry. Uh, we probably did leave a couple of people out, but I, I mean, I still had to mention Tom Cruise. So I got uh, there was in. a heck of a list. It was. It really was. But unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. So my name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pitt. And this has been All You Need to Know.
This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.